Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And it's the start of a new year. And what does that mean? Well, we don't know. <laughs> Other than it's new. But we're all guessing what this year is going to be like. And, you know, I'd like to ask you, what do you think? But um, you can, you know, keep it to yourself for a little while. <laughs> Give us a chance to tell you. And then if you want to get in touch, you can send us your feelings about it. So uh, every year I do this show uh, to start the year off. And it's always very profound to understand the, what the energies are like, how the energies are going to proceed this year. And to do that, I, I've always asked uh, my good friend Alexander Dunlop, our card expert, to... Uh, work with me on this opportunity or with this opportunity to throw in our understandings about using our tools mm -hmm. and and to use understandings about what this year will be like yes. so alexander welcome back to energies too happy 2023 peter thanks for having me sure it's uh let's expect it to be happy but we never know um Let's be op optimistic as we can. So I was talking with you the other day about that we're going into a seven year and you reminded me that we just finished a six year mm -hmm. and that there's an accumulation that the six creates that we should know about heading into a seven. So let's talk. Let's do it. And let's even back up further and remind ourselves that 2020 was a four year. And we all remember what began in March of 2020. And the four is a box. That's the visual representation of the energy of the four. So when we did this show that beginning of 2020, we were talking about it's a box and that we may find ourselves in a box this year. And lo and behold, lockdowns happen, and we were all in a box in our own homes. And then 2021 was a five-year, and we predicted that we would come out of the box, and that was when lockdowns ended around the world, and certainly in America. But I mean, it was, it was varied in timing, but by and large, that was when we came out of the box. Then 2022, the six-year year of karma and i thought right in the beginning of the year there's going to be a backlash against all these policies that we all collectively experience and things are going to come to light and there's going to be a settling of debts and for me personally that was really evident with the release of the twitter files after elon musk purchased twitter when he set that platform free from censorship and then all of a sudden, we saw very clearly how censorship was in play and how doctors and experts were silenced, how the FBI and other government agencies commanded Twitter and other social media platforms to silence opposition to the government narrative. Mm -hmm. And that was all released. And so that's an expression of karma. And people. Well, but let's also say that karma has to do with... Um, I hate to call it guilt, but 
um, I think that it is karmic to carry the weight of all that we went through and and the disturbances that it created. Well, yes. And what what happened, and this was expressed by a couple of the scientists who had been censored. Um, one scientist from Stanford, I'm not going to be able to pronounce his name. It's an Indian name. Aracharya. Uh, that's the one. And he spoke about what a relief it was to have this anointment of truth and this coming out to light, how it relieved him of a heavy burden. So yes, I totally agree. Um, but just to finish my point, Peter, um, people often ask me, what is karma really? What does it really mean? And it simply means a straightening up. Like where reality was warped or bent, it gets straightened up and there's an alignment that happens. And that, again, to me, is what happened with the release of the Twitter files. There was this alignment, and it set people free, like Bhattacharya, and he could, I hope I said his name right, and he feels free, freed by that. And Yeah, so but all, there's residue. All that warping does carry a sense of burden on us. It actually is lighter for us to be in the truth. The truth sets right. us free. So right. that's the karma of it. Good. Now we're entering 2023, which is a seven year. So what I expect is going to happen is something pivotal. There's going to be a pivotal flip-flop in our collective discourse. And one of the things that people have said that may, and this may be just maybe one of the big pivots that happen is there may be a pivot in the way that we collectively think about and talk about masking of children, for example, or school closures, there may be this pivotal backlash where all of a sudden it flips to the opposite side and all of a sudden everybody says that was a terrible idea and how could we have ever done that? That's an example of right. a pivotal shift where the karma is simply the alignment, but the seven is a pivot and the pendulum swings to the opposite direction and all of a sudden, we pivot our perspective and we look at things totally differently. So I think something like that is going to happen. I'm not sure exactly what, but something like that. And and I see it represented by the uh, the seven, uh, the, uh, the the seven in the card deck, that it it does have an up and a downside to it. And so, uh, so that's how it pivots. Yes. So what we thought of as good suddenly becomes bad. What was low becomes high and what was high becomes low. That they, they switch places. They pivot. So it's going to be a great learning year. Yeah. And it, it will first appear tragic because these pivots at, per, at first are very uncomfortable and disconcerting for us because our reality pivots. Well, they'll also be fighting about it, too, because people don't want to give up old truths. Sure. Yeah. You know, if you've been masking your children all this time and then you find out that it's really bad for their health. <laughs> right. You know. right. For example, and there may be other ways that the pivot happens. And then also on a personal level, we should expect some pivots where our life pivots in important ways. And we have a total adjustment of our perspective of our own life. Well, and, and, you could say that in in a personal way, and yet the seven is is a world number. That's right. Yeah. So first and foremost, it's a collective energy because we have a collective consensus agreement to utilize this year, twenty twenty three, when it's really an arbitrary number. But 
the use of these numbers in our collective consciousness carries that vibrational frequency, which means we will experience those energies. Right. So it's exciting if we want to feel acrobatic this year <laughs> and uh, and learn how to pivot with life and, yeah. and learn from it. So I... I use a lot of divining tools, and one of the one of the tools I've used most of my life has been the Chinese I Ching as a divining tool. I also use it in uh, human design, but it's it's really uh, you can also draw straws with it. But I like to throw coins, and people say, "Well, you throw coins? That's so random. How coins tell you anything?" Well, I found over you know, about 55 years of doing this regularly. Not, I mean, not daily, certainly. Because sometimes there are many months where I don't even think about it. But it's it's always given me incredible realizations, truths. I've never been disappointed in it. So, you know, it, it really is a reflection of everything being in divine order. And so if we trust divine order, and we play the game of life, we find that it serves us. And so I threw a hexagram today and asked the I Ching to give me feedback on, on what this year will be like. And in doing so, the way you do it is to throw three coins I use Chinese coins and because there's a yin side and a yang side, but you can use any coins and designate yin and yang on them. And then, um, and, it, and they're a hexagram in, in the I Ching, it's six horizontal lines, one on top of another. And if each line is either yin or yang, they tell a story. And so I got a wonderful story. <laughs> and uh, so the, and, and what happens is that they're also changing lines. I won't go into the complication of that, but uh, the first hexagram that I throw, because there's a one changing line in it, it turns into a second hexagram that has that line but changed. So the first hexagram I threw was the hexagram 41. And, and that's known as decrease so right away it's like oh my gosh we're gonna have decrease now what it means is because of decrease we create desire so it's an energy it's actually in human design it sits in the first chakra which is the pressure to initiate and and when you have the 41st hexagram in that chakra if it's active in your own personal chart you'll be somebody who always knows what you desire you'll always you know a lot of people don't know what they desire but uh, a 41 does so this so we, we have the 41 this year so we're all going to be very desirous and uh and and there was a changing line and and what is that changing line it was um, having to do with that we can't move forward unless we're honest. So it has to do with humility and confession. It has to do with what's been wrong. And in order to have desire and to move forward, we have to be honest about 
what we've been dealing with and how to do it right. And so it's perfect. It fits in exactly to the six and the seven working together uh, to bring us forward. And uh, and that's really interesting that um, it teaches us that we have a, uh, a job to do, which is to be honest and to create an honest world. And that's what Elon Musk is helping us do is to, you know, to reveal a lot of the dishonesty that's been going on. But then there has to be humility and, and confession. And uh, we don't know how we'll see that play out. But it, in order to move forward, we have to be in alignment. <laughs> so, and that's what, that's how last year ended, is creating alignment from the truth, from the karmic truth revealing itself. So that's the, the initial hexagram that I threw. Then that turns into a second hexagram that was also sounds difficult because the first one is decre decrease and the second one is opposition. So, but maybe opposition is a little bit what you were talking about is, you know, the seven having an up and a down and, you know, it can flip. And so what this means, the opposition really means is that there's always two sides. Let's call it a yin and a yang, or male and a female, or, you know, there's so many uh, dualities in this, in our world, that are in opposition. So we live normally in opposition. And how do we work together if there's opposition? After all, we got to get along. And so that's the point, is that it's a blending bringing yin and yang together and finding the way. And so, so the opposition is really the opportunity to see what is flipping us around, what is in the way, uh, our differences, and to reconcile. And that's all life is reconciliation because yin and yang are the, are the polar opposites. And life is all the combinations of those two opposites working together to create a reality that we live in. So it's it's really fascinating that the I Ching showed very much what the numbers are showing us, that we're coming into a time where there will be a lot of opposites and flipping around of those opposites. And somehow we have to find our way through that. So I'm excited that the, the I Ching was, again, so revelatory to, um, and to be in alignment with the, the numerology of, of the year. So it's very exciting, <laughs> very profound, because it could have had so many different things to tell us but it really needed to tell us what we are understanding now about creating a future by reconciling and, and bringing truth forward and, and um, confessing about it and being humble.
So, <laughs> these, are good, these are good ideas, I think, for this year. I mean, it's certainly um, a profound pivot when we are willing to be humble and to actually seek reconciliation. It's a deep internal pivot. It's a profound personal pivot. Uh, let's say a pivot from being egotistical and stubborn to uh, seeking reconciliation and being humble. Well, I think that's the difference between people who see this pivoting in a victim mode mm. and get very upset that things are being flipped around and and angry and confused rather than seeking solutions. Yeah. Or, I mean, blaming the people who we feel like may have oppressed us when we do flip it around, when the power swings and then suddenly we have truth on our side or we have the power on our side where we may have always had the truth on our side. And then we feel resentful and bitter that it wasn't recognized. And then we want our pound of flesh and exact our vengeance on those that um, didn't see us or didn't validate us. Well, I do believe in justice. And so I think justice can prevail in an honorable way. And, um, the idea is not, I, I've read where people just want to forgive the past, want to forgive all, all the, you know, the drug companies and, and the uh, government organ organizations that have led us astray and just forgive them all and move on. But if we do that, that doesn't tie up loose ends. No, we need accountability. Exactly. And the people, the people saying that are the people who were the... Uh, fanatics who were trying to lock everyone down and mask everyone up and inject everyone and now they're like oops sorry uh we might have been wrong but let's just move on we don't want to talk about it anymore right and they're very willing to say they might have been wrong um, they to talk about it yeah right or or just deny it i i think one of the organizations is saying no we never said not to use ivermectin we just suggested that it wasn't so good Right. And, and yet it was taken away from us. Yeah. So this were forbidden from prescribing it. Yeah. So forbidden is not just a suggestion. Right. So I think and that prevails through a good deal of what we were the path we were led down and had to really do with strict rules and uh, hospitals only obeying strict rules. I couldn't follow uh, truths that they understood about medicine. Uh, they weren't allowed to use um, their skills in ways that they were more familiar with and told, no, they can't. They have to use what they're being told to, which which didn't work. They were being told to use things that didn't work intentionally. And, you know, to lock down truth and intelligence and skills is crazy. Yeah, I mean, is the Salem witch trials is no different. The same paranoid madness and the same uh, mass formation psychosis. Right. And so a lot of people are waking up and probably feel guilty about being um, victims yeah. of psychological warfare. Well, and proponents of it themselves. Yes, well, that's another way of being a victim of it. Yeah. Um, Participating in it. It's the P Patty Hearst syndrome. 
I don't know that. What do you mean? Oh, when she was kidnapped. Oh. And then she was found actually to join in with her, her kidnappers and I think rob a bank or something like that. Um, yeah. I thought that was called the Stockholm Syndrome. That's another word for it. Yeah. So, uh, so now, you know, there's a lot of food on our plate to work with of, of uh, all kinds of data and, and, and new truths that so many people haven't understood before. So that brings me to, I drew a card. Let's hear it. <laughs> it won't surprise you uh, because it, it, it fits everything we've been saying. It's the ace of clubs. Okay. Make sense? Uh, tell me, tell me what, tell me what it means to you. To me, it means that we have to create. We have to come up with new ideas, new ways of doing things, new ways of even reconciling, new ways of, of, of understanding. Yeah, it's all new, and the ace is all about new, and the clubs are, are the mind, and the mind is what we have to deal with at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I like that. I would love for there to be new truths that come out in the initiation of new ideas. That would be fantastic. Well, not only new, yeah, new truths, uh, new future truths. In other words, new discoveries of um, life in new and better ways, right. um, as well as maybe, you know, revelations from the past. But I, I, I'm more excited about revelations moving us into a better future. Well, right. I mean, that's yeah, same thing. I mean, a new a new truth can be, oops, we all made a mistake. That that's a new truth. That's a new realization. Yeah, that's right. And and yet, the ace is, is very free because it, it's not encumbered. It's just it sits alone to create from. You know, it's innocent. I never thought of the ace as innocent, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's innocent in that there's nothing around it that uh, is either influencing it or trying to influence. Well, that's true. The other side of that is to be lonely. Yeah, but I, I think we're, we're, we're going to have such uh, desire. Remember, the 41st hexagram is, is, is because of restraint, creating incredible desire. So we're going to want to create new. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope so. I mean, I, I feel it uh, when I'm on Twitter these days. It's very alive. <laughs> There's a lot of ideas bubbling there. Yeah, a lot of freedom. And and that's just one spot. I mean, there are so many ways that that maybe Twitter itself is going to free us in, other, yeah. in many other places. Totally. And yeah, and so uh, it's, it's it, 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 there's a relief this year, and we and yet we don't know what we're heading into that might create new uh, opposition. But, That's right. Yeah, but I, and I agree with you. I feel a huge sense of relief um, after Elon Musk bought Twitter. It was suddenly, like this burden felt lifted off of my shoulders. And I suddenly felt this freedom and this relief. I'm like, ah, oh, 
Ah, we can we can speak freely and the truth can come out. Right. There is, I was just thinking there's a Congressional Medal of Freedom. <laughs> not it's not always given to the right people, but uh he's he's freeing us at this point. And um and so I think we can all enjoy the winter more knowing that uh, there is this relief because the winter is um, a contraction of energy because the days are shorter, it's longer. And, and, uh, and so it's a smaller world we're living in, but within that smaller world, we can breathe more comfortably and maybe even allow ourselves to hibernate a bit. <laughs> we don't have to spin wheels too much because the year is definitely going to unfold in a way that's going to be, I, I believe, great opportunity. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for the year. Yeah. And then we move, well, we'll do another show in a year from now, but the following year is the eight. And the eight is has a lot of mastery. It's, it's very infinite. And who knows what this world will look like in an eight year. Well, and I, I think also collectively our uh, evolution is accelerating. So what happened over a course of a year, it's getting compressed and faster and faster. So things are unfolding more and more quickly. Right. And so there's great opportunity, but then we'll get to a nine and, <laughs> and you know about nines, you're a nine yourself. Yeah, graduation year. Yeah. And then, but what do you do after you graduate? I guess we have to go to graduate start, school. Start at the next level. Yeah. Right. So this is so exciting. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I had no idea what would reveal itself today, asking the I Ching and drawing a card. And it made such sense. I was so happy with it. Not that I didn't expect to be, but the unknown is the unknown. So I'm glad that you and I could actually talk about these things and enjoy looking ahead and, and feeling good about our future. Yeah, thank you, Peter. It's fun. And I've come to really appreciate and respect your insights. I know that you're really tuned in. Thank you. you. <laughs> I try to be anyway. Thank you. Yeah, well, I've seen it. And uh, I mean, you were the first person who told me when we heard about the new mRNA shots that were being rolled out. You were the first person that told me that you tuned in and listened and you got the guidance that these are going to hurt people's hearts. And there was nothing about that yet that had ever been spoken, published, publicly revealed, but you knew it. Yeah, and I was clear about it. And, you know, it's interesting that I'm, I'm thankful for the guidance I get from higher consciousness. You know, it's very amazing. It's amazing. It's really impressive that you have that ability. Thank you. I'm glad I do. Anyway, uh, so great to talk with you. And I'm excited we could help our audience feel um, opportunistic about this new year. There's a lot to be excited about. It's going to be it's going to be a quite a ride. I think it might be a wild ride. Well, yeah, but let's let's play it in a positive, excited way. And uh, oh, and, I'm positive and excited. I love yeah. and it's bringing us to an eight year or so in the future. So that'll be it's all a good thing. Everything is happening perfectly for our highest and greatest good. 
That's that's true. Always anyone. <laughs> so Alexander Dunlop, thanks so much. Um, you're, you can be found at thesourcecards.com. And um, thank you. And this, you and this is Peter Roth. I can be found at Heart River, Peter at heartriver.org. And um, I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>